0: Hope FM. Faith-Filled Radio.
1: I love the name of of this church. It's simply called Love Church. And here to talk to me all about it is Farida Matthews. Uh, welcome, Farida. Hi. So, you your role within the church. First of all, uh, tell us what, what do you do.
0: So I work as the student and creative pastor, which means that I get to work with the mass amounts of young people that descend in Bournemouth, um, trying to find themselves and trying to start their careers, which is really exciting. But um, alongside that, I also get to do all of the creative media for our church.
1: Now many people will have attended and still do attend Alpha courses. And of course that's put them into, into contact in one way or another through the work of Holy Trinity Brompton. Love Church was born out of that work, wasn't it? Yes, it was. So tell us tell us something of the story.
0: So um, when I got here, I was a student, and that was in 2014, and it was also the same year that um, Love Church planted. So they came down to plant into St. Swithin's, um, a team from Holy Trinity Brompton, um, led by Tim and Debbie Matthews. Um, and it was, I think the story goes, it was 11 people, um, six adults and a couple kids um, came down with them. Um, and basically birthed this church out of of nothing which was great um, and I stumbled into it as a student um, in 2014 and I just stuck the community the environment it was just it felt like home.
1: Well of me. course as um, as Citygate moved out of St Swithins which had been their their temporary home for a while whilst yeah. they were moving into their their new home just across the road actually yeah. from, from you uh, you guys you know eventually you moved in but you did see pretty rapid growth I mean how did that happen?
0: Um, So I think that it was the buzz around um, the vision for the church because it was to reach unchurched and dechurched young people. Um, And there were masses of students and youth in Bournemouth that just needed to hear the news of Jesus, to hear the message of Jesus. Um, And I think people really got behind that. So when I stumbled into the church, it was uh, because it was doing something that was reaching me as a young person coming to university, being away from home and not knowing anybody to stumble into this place and to find a community who was so for me was what I was looking for and I think people got that vision too.
1: So is membership of the church dominated by people of student age or do you have you have all ages.
0: We have all ages. So um, we have a range of services. So now we have St. Clement's as well. So we're two sites. Um, and the morning services are predominantly families and it's such a wonderful buzz. Um, we have kids running about and just being amazing. Um, and then as you go towards the evening services, it starts to get a little bit younger. So we have a 4.30 youth service. And our 7 p.m. service is predominantly students um, because they don't wake up in the morning. So. <laughs>
1: Some of us were joining are not working and some of us <laughs> have no choice
0: yeah. but to wake up in the
1: morning. <laughs> so if I if I rocked up uh, the, the multiple services that you have, <clears throat> did they all have a very different flavor?
0: Yeah, they do. So, um, like I said, the morning is very family orientated. So,
1: so babies and noise and yes,
0: lots of noise. Yeah, (laughs) lots of noise and lots of just life. You can you can feel the atmosphere of like parenthood and like families coming together. Um, And then the 4:30 is more of a relaxed vibe. It's for the youth to come and be able to ask questions and to really have a conversation around it. So it's more relaxed. And Uh then. Yeah.
1: No, I mean that's really interesting because, because particularly students. I mean, some people would be amazed at the fact that you're getting students to come mm. to church yeah. in the first place. But of course, it's not that that the people, particularly students and young people, aren't interested in God. It's just that we are living in a questioning generation. Yeah. Uh, so it's great. So, so what sort of format does that take? Do you give a, a bit of input and then people ask questions? I mean, if I turned up to that service, what would I experience?
0: So, yeah, so there is a lot of opportunity at the youth service to actually be able to um, ask questions about what you're hearing because a lot of young people that I speak to, the students especially, um, find it difficult to not be able to engage with things now we're in a generation that kind of wants to be able to chew over what they're hearing um i think that having that space um to do so at the 4 30 and also at our student nights that we um put on during the week is a really great opportunity for them to be able to really get to grips with their own faith and to ask questions so that they're not just following something they're not they're not quite sure about they are actually in it and Really practicing the way of Jesus.
1: Now the other thing, of course, and we'll talk more about about those services in in a, in a moment or two. But music is really, really important. And I'm holding in my hand here Love's Church's very own worship album, and I've got something. Uh, well, in fact, the the first track, which is called "Rise Up," which is the title of the of the EP, is it an EP? Yes. It uh, is. So so is it is your worship? Well, I'm going to find out in a moment. Is it very vibrant and? Uh, Are you bouncing all over the place?
0: Yeah, we have a very vibrant worship culture. Um, We are... When we planted the church in in the beginning, worship was our first foot forward. So we've continued that way. And this EP was birthed out of our worship team who just have such a passion and such a heart for people to know and love God and to worship him the way he deserves to be worshipped. But it's quite upbeat and very much young people focused.
1: And did I hear you say that you had a vested interest in music? I do. In the sense that you married... one of the worship (laughs) leaders
0: I did I married the worship pastor of the church very good well (laughs)
1: let's let's have a listen
2: you've called us to for empires to fall, a people of change To see that your name be made famous again With heads high and arms wide Embrace the world before us
1: That's certainly lively. That's that's of Love Church's uh, uh, worship album and uh, that particular track. is the title track of the album called uh, Rise Up. So you certainly don't go to sleep in your services. (laughs) (laughs) We don't. (laughs) Now, you you, you were talking about the the questioning. I mean, how many people, because talking about St. Swithin's, you have the three services. So in the the morning to the family service, you, you get about 200 people on average. Yeah. And then about a about hundred or so of young people coming yeah. together for the four o'clock. And then you have the evening one as well. And again, yeah. that's about another hundred and something, is it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the... Uh, do you get people who come to more than one service? Yeah,
0: we do. So um, a lot of our um, congregation members will receive at one service and then come and serve at another. So I know a few people who will serve in the morning and then come back in the evening just to receive. Um, and I think they enjoy the fact that we have enough services for them to be able to do that. Um, so, yeah, we do get multiple People at different services.
1: So, talking a wee bit about about format. So, let's let's talk about the the, the morning service first of all. Mm. The family one is it is it a sort of an extended period of worship? And I mean, what what sort of format do you tend to use, or is, or does it vary?
0: So. um currently our format is um, worship we worship for about 30 to 40 minutes but um, that's after after everyone comes in and has like a cafe type style thing we get to oh, know yes. each other yeah uh, we have uh, some teas and coffees and teas and coffee <laughs> some pastries um, and yeah we talk to each other and get to know each other and then we go into worship um, after worship then we have a piece and announcements because we're Anglican so we we want to talk some more um, and then we um, go into to ministry at the end after the talk Um, and during this time the kids go out to their kids group Um, so currently we're switching it up where we have family worship at the beginning which is really exciting starting this Sunday where we have all the kids in with us for the for the worship set so that um, we can worship together as a family because we feel like there's a lot we can learn from how the children worship and um, we obviously want the children to learn from us as adults how we worship um, so we want to do that together and then they all go out to their kids groups which are a lot of fun by the way I wish I was in the kids group a lot of times <laughs>
1: <laughs> well it's good actually because oftentimes you know people treat young people you know was as, as uh, you know, well but not really as the church of today mm. well and the truth of the, of the matter is that of course young people children and so on can pray just as effectively yeah. as, as the adults can sometimes better you yeah. know so i can understand why you're jealous for yes <laughs> clearly you're kicking the trend uh, because um a, a lot of folk are concerned that particularly in many of our churches, we have ageing congregations. And, mm. and now in Love Church, you completely turn that around. And that certainly started in the Anglican Church in Holy, Holy um, Trinity, Brompton, where, the, again, they, I guess their congregations are very mixed. Alpha was their secret ingredient, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so what's your secret ingredient?
0: Oh, gosh. um, I think that... Because of the fact that we were so mindful about the amount of young people who were looking for this message, who were looking for Jesus. And because we're a university. Yeah, because we're a university town um when we came we put that as our first foot forward we wanted to reach young people and we've relentlessly chased after that for the last five years so a lot of um what we've been doing has been geared towards engaging with young people and finding out what they're looking for in a church and essentially being able to be that space for them to come and ask questions and to um, explore faith in a safe environment i think that is the most important thing for us is for them to Feel like this is an environment that they can actually tackle those big questions and at the end of it come out with knowing that they're loved and cared for by Jesus. So, yeah.
1: Now, obviously, it's very important, and you are very clear of of your central vision. Um, But do you have some of the oldies with you as well?
0: Yeah. The oldies are the best part of going to church as a young person because the experience that older people have, they've walked the life that we're currently walking out ourselves. And to be able to learn from that, I think, is what makes church so great. The different generations coming together, um, learning from each other, teaching each other. And also, if young people are around older people, they automatically just feel like, you know, let's have some fun and that's like... It's a good atmosphere. Um, So, yeah, I love it.
1: And it's also great being part of the Anglican Communion because, I mean, when you think about the Anglican Communion, you think about everything, don't you? It embraces so many styles of worship from high church, low church, in between church and whatever. And I guess that diversity within the Church of England is is a very precious thing.
0: Yeah, it is. It really is. Um, We're so grateful for it. Um, We tend to go away as a group of network churches at the end of... um, July um, is called Focus. But at that point, you start to realize how huge just the network churches are. And you think to yourself, oh, gosh, the Anglican communion must be even bigger. Well, it's worldwide, of course, isn't it? So, um, yeah, I I love the fact that when we are worshiping as as a church, It's in communion with other people around the world who are worshipping similarly. It might be slightly different, but there are those overarching core values that we all hold as an Anglican church, and I think it's beautiful. Hope FM, Faith Filled
1: Radio. And my very special guest is Farida Matthews, and we're talking about all things Love Church. And we talked about uh, the plant at, uh, well, it wasn't really a plant, I suppose it was a plant from Holy Trinity Brompton. Mm -hmm. We started the Dev. Now, of course, it's very vibrant work in its own right but you then went on to uh, to plant out to take over uh, uh another anglican work in st clements yeah. uh now st clements of course is, is quite a big building what what sort of what's the flavor of things at st clements
0: so st clements at the moment is um we have two services at st clements we have a 10 a.m and a 6 p.m um, the 10 a.m is families again um Boscombe is an area that has a lot of families um and they're looking for a place to go and we found that as soon as we opened the doors in the morning they came trickling in um so it's become a really wonderful community in the morning um there was already an existing congregation when we um were invited to plant into it um and they've been amazing at um really championing the vision around getting the community back together. And
1: that must have been really encouraging for them because they were they were an aging congregation weren't yeah. they and whatever and i suppose in a very big building and so so to, to, to see new life yeah. being birthed and to be part for them to be part of that must have been very exciting for them
0: yeah i like i speak to a couple of them sometimes and i think the biggest thing for them was the fact that the schools around um now had a link with the church again um and that wasn't happening for quite some time but now the children are coming in and doing assemblies in the church building which is just such a joy to see that um we have young life in the church again. Um, So yeah, it's definitely an exciting thing for them. So that's the 10 a.m. But um, the 6 p.m. is totally different. Um, It's, um, so when we, planted, we were really excited about really getting involved with um, the recovery course as well and um, really having places for people with addictions to go to be set free. Um, So we found that that whole community has been part of our lives as a church. So when we opened the doors at the 6pm, we did it because on a Sunday, a lot of people have said that usually there's nothing around for them to do. And those are the hardest times of their week because like relapse as possible when you have nothing to do so we thought well we'll just open up a space for you guys we'll open up another church service we'll eat together because a lot of them just want food and a nice place to be um so we've been building relationship with that community and it's been amazing
1: well, it's interesting that you're on today's program because we had Teen Challenge on at the yes, beginning at the beginning of the program, and 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 you're right because Boscombe also is is noted, you know, for people quite a high population of those who are addicted to. Yeah. So, so to have you there, you couldn't be in a better place.
0: Yeah, we're we're really grateful that God has put us there. Um, we're happy to be even a small part of these people's like journey. So yeah, we're very grateful to God for that.
1: So do you do you run that service almost like you know, a, 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 well, a rehab pro- type program or the introduction introduction to to rehab?
0: Um, not really. So um, it's a church service in its own right, but it's done slightly differently because the community there are just looking for something different than what our saints within services look like. So so what
1: would it if we went there? What, what, what would we experience there?
0: So you come in um, and the first thing is we feed you. So um, <laughs> like we actually feed people um, properly savoury food, not just pastries, not just tea and coffee, but you get a good meal. Um, because a lot of the community do need a good meal sometimes Um, so we want to do that that's the first thing we do and then we have a little bit of worship because once again everything is centered around worship the talk is shorter um, and there is prayer and discussion so we actually sit around tables at the 6 p.m in order for Um, discussion to be facilitated so there's that element again of discussion so it makes it easier to pray for people because a lot of them come in with needs that they need prayer for Um, and it's a lot easier to ask for prayer and to be prayed for when you are sat around a table and you've really gotten to know those six or seven people that you're sat with it becomes easier to to offload those things that you want prayer for.
1: And Frida, the the leadership team, do, do the leadership team operate over both churches? Mm. So you're so yourself, for example. I mean, you're the yeah. creative. I, <laughs> I love the name, you know, and, creative pastor. Uh, yeah, yes. and you should be a radio presenter, definitely. <laughs> you know, and, but uh, but what does that entail? I mean, I mean, obviously, creative covers a lot of things.
0: Yes, it does. So um, for me, creative runs across obviously both sides. Um, I do a lot of graphic design. I maintain our website, which is a lot of fun. Um, But yeah, I do a lot of photography, videography, anything really. But I've got an amazing team of like volunteers who are supporting me along the way as well. So a lot of um, the students from Arts University Bournemouth and Bournemouth University have creative backgrounds and they come to our church. So we tend to utilise them and in a way they get some work experience um, on a low key um, in the low risk yeah. place yeah
1: <laughs> I mean we haven't talked too much about the, the the visual and so on and um we talked about music which again very very important part of it of of the worship service but do you use images and 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 all different forms of creativity to uh to express you know whatever the theme for a, any particular service is
0: Yeah, so um, we have opener videos before any of our um, services starts. It's kind of like the five minute warning video. Um, The youth one is very, very creative. It's very much like um, people in in woods, like walking around, like and a a voiceover that kind of makes you think. It's thought provoking. Do you produce that yourselves? Um, So a lot of our team have in the past. So we have interns who have produced these, and we've just been using them as we go on. Um, but we've got things like with our um, lyrics on the screen a lot of churches have lyrics on the screen when you're singing songs um, so behind that we'll have like moving images and things like that that um, just help to illustrate a little bit better.
1: Well let's go back to the, the your own album the, uh, <clears throat> the album is called Rise Up and we're going to play the the second track here, which is called "Awakening." And I guess that's been very much your your experience, hasn't it? Because you're you're working towards the awakening of of spiritual things mm. in people who are clearly searching.
0: Because mm. so if
1: they weren't, they wouldn't be there, would they?
0: No, they wouldn't.
1: Uh, well, let's have a let's have a listen to this. A lively one that that was awakening. I can just see them bopping around there yeah. <laughs> at your four o'clock your four o'clock service. Now you said that that music was actually written for the people who Who come?
0: Yeah. So, the fun fact I wrote it. (laughs) Um, I wrote it because I just felt like there was a need within our youth to have something that um, expressed who they were and where they were at right then. Um, And I wanted it to be birthed out of our church so that it was something that was coming from us rather than something that someone else would like other songs are great but sometimes it's wonderful to have something that comes out of your own church so i wrote it for them because i love the youth and i I wanted to give them their own song (laughs) i can
1: see where the rhythms coming from them because although (laughs) although we haven't talked about this but i mean obviously people hearing your voice will think oh there's a real personal state side you know not at all though because your home is nigeria
0: yes i'm originally from nigeria
1: so in africa you, you you come from a tradition of i mean gospel music itself yeah. has its roots doesn't it yeah <laughs> so very up
0: tempo very upbeat
1: so have you always have you always been you know passionate about music
0: yeah for as long as i can remember so um i have been able to sing for as long as i can remember um and that has just been how my love of music started and grew
1: which is why you were attracted to the worship leader who you subsequently yes. married yeah <laughs> yes yeah. so do you get up there with them and belt forth you know you said yes, you love like to do. sing
0: yeah that was actually me singing oh so, so yeah <laughs> oh you are a dark horse <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i love i love worship um it's great yeah.
1: but of course it's very very important because it, it the the role of of the worship leader is to lead people into into the presence isn't it Yeah. and of course when people get into the presence of God that's whenever anything can happen do you see that sort of intervention a lot you know like because obviously people come in you're full on worshipping God Mm. and and you you know your worship sessions can go on you said about half an hour at the beginning of your of your service Uh, but then obviously God being in control anything Mm. can happen really and so you must have seen some Some interesting interventions. Yeah,
0: um, so with our worship, we're always saying that we have a plan, but we hold it lightly because we want to be so in tune with the spirit that wherever he moves is where we go. Um, So we're always looking out whenever we're worshiping to see if he's doing something in the room that we need to just stop and wait for. Um, And a lot of times he does, and we're so thankful for it because that's where people have those encounters, and they really meet Jesus, and they start to discover who they are in Him. Um, and that's what we want to facilitate in worship. We don't ever want it to get to a place where we're just singing songs for the sake of it. We're singing them in order to experience His presence. So mm. yeah.
1: Now, we were talking earlier on about I, I asked you, you know, are most of the people who go to to Love Church in the two congregations are they? Are they Christians? Are they somewhere in between? Uh, and the answer is somewhere in between.
0: Yeah, they're somewhere in between. Um, quite like obviously in the morning service, there's quite a lot of um, Christians who have been Christians for a while because it's like families and children. Yes, but mm-hmm. um, in our as you start to get younger um, and as you start to go over towards um, Saint Clements um, in Boscombe, it starts to get a little bit more like these are people who are just here to explore and they're not quite sure yet. Um, so I know a couple of students that I've been um, have the privilege of walking with are not quite sure but they are fully engaged with it and fully questioning and and wondering actually what is what is my purpose why am i here and is god a thing that actually i need um and having those conversations with them has been really eye-opening and really challenging for me as well it's great for my faith and it's mm. great to build up like why do i believe what i believe
1: i mean it's true that that with the younger generation that they become a questioning generation i guess a generation like no other which has access uh, to uh, m- through media mm. uh, to to all sorts of learning materials and so on um the the questions that tend to come up the things that are on people's hearts and when clearly it's okay in love church to to express sheer doubts in yeah. fact it's yeah. positively encouraged yeah. um what what are the what are the core things that come up that people are most concerned about what are those questions that you get asked again and again
0: mm. um i think it starts a lot around identity um because a lot of people feel like why would Jesus die for me? Like what makes me so special that you're telling me that he'd actually give his life in order for me to have some sort of freedom. Um, A lot of things as well around freedom. Um, Is it really freedom if the Bible is a set of rules? Um, So a lot of young people feel like the Bible is um, a rule book rather than a way of having full life. Um, So we've been tackling a lot of those questions this term as well um, around Actually, the Bible isn't a set of rules. It's a book given to us in order for us to live fully and to live in God's presence forever. Um, uh, another question as well as um, I'm not a bad person, so why <laughs> why do I need Jesus to make me better? I'm already a good person. I'm, I don't feel like I need. <laughs> I didn't need, need Jesus, um, so yeah, we've been working through those questions. Um, we encourage it. Same with Alpha, we encourage you to come and ask those questions that you really want to ask. Cause well, when
1: you were talking, I was thinking that was already the basis of the Alpha course, yeah. but it seemed to me like with the Alpha course and Holy Trinity, it, it's almost as if God, well, well, not as if God did finger it, didn't He? Yeah. I mean, with Nikki and and Sandy yeah. uh, uh, and whatever that uh, you know pioneers of, of, of the course that um, that it was like like a gift from God. Yeah, it really uh, was. Because if we went to Holy Trinity, there it was the business community, wasn't it? Yeah, There's so many, so it's, many folks.
0: So wonderful, It's so wonderful to see. Um, I I love the fact that um, so many different people from different walks of lives can turn up to Alpha and pretty much have almost exactly the same questions depend like and you're not even from the same background it's just the root of it is always the same it's like why do I need Jesus and and we always end up finding that they are responsive to it whether they become Christians or not they're always like oh okay I I didn't realize that when I got here but I'm going to look into that
1: a bit more. So you're still running Alpha. Yeah, we are still running Alpha. And again, for people who may never have heard of Alpha and think, what are you talking about? Tell them what Alpha is
0: so alpha is a space for um, Christians to um, non-christians to come and ask questions um, essentially it's those big questions of life um, around Christianity and faith that they have been thinking about for ages but just haven't had the forum to ask them um, and we encourage people who are Christians to bring their friends along and to engage with those questions rather than run away from it because the only way that we're going to see people come to Jesus is if we actually are bold enough to talk talk about who he is and what he's done and allow them the space to actually question it the same way that we might have in our journey. Hope FM, Faith-Filled Radio.
1: Well, it's been my joy to have uh, Farida Matthews as my guest this morning talking about Love Church. And just for people who want to go and check out the church, three services on a Sunday at St. Swithin's and they are, the time?
0: 10.30, 4.30 and 7 p.m.
1: And over at St. Clement's, Two services on a Sunday, the evening service with a meal for those particularly who are um, facing addictions or coming out of that sort of thing and, and or whatever problems that they may have that 's the evening service at six thirty is it six p m six p m and the morning service, which is a family service is at
0: ten a m yeah
1: so finally, before I let you go what 's your your personal vision for uh, farida what, How do you see things going you know in the future for for love church and for you?
0: Um, So my hope and my prayer for our church is that we continue the way that we have, which is building up um, as older generations, building up younger generations, because they're the future leaders, the future um, politicians, future doctors of this world, and to be able to bring them up with faith um, in Jesus and to show them that there's hope and that they can live life fully in Christ. And I think that that's what we have been doing so great. Um, And I want us to continue that in the future so that's my hope and prayer for our church
1: well frida thank you and don't be a stranger come back and and tell us not. as as exciting things uh, happen in, in the church
0: thank you for having me
1: for more inspirational interviews podcasts and hope fm best bits visit hopefm.com forward slash listen again